Welcome to the Men Made For More podcast, a show designed by men for men looking to get strong, feel confident, and live a high-performing life. As men, we face many challenges as we try and strive for a better life. We want to live a meaningful and confident life, but don't know where to start. You've lost your physical and mental edge that's keeping you from living out your full potential. You're tired of talking about doing big things, and you're ready to start living it. With the Men Made For More podcast, our goal is to teach you how to strengthen your body, your mind, and your purpose on your way to reaching your full potential. It's time to start living as the man you know you can be to help lift up those that matter most in your life. In this podcast, we'll leave no stone unturned as to what it takes to get out of your comfort zone and step into living a strong, confident, and high-performing life. We'll focus on the topics that matter most for helping you develop into the man you were made to be. Our goal is to not only build strong men physically, but to help coach and develop strong friends, sons, brothers, fathers, business owners, and professionals in every area of your life. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Paschkowski, proud husband, business owner, physical therapist, and strength coach with a passion for helping other men strengthen their body, their mind, and their purpose. Wherever you're at in your journey, remember that you're made for more. I'm excited to have you here with us today. Now let's dive into today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's show. Today we're talking about what to eat post-workout. And it's a little bit of a piggyback off of last week's episode, uh, what to eat pre-workout. So if you haven't checked that one out, make sure to go back and listen to that one as well. Because pre and post-workout, they work really closely together. And this is all in the context of how your nutrition is throughout the day, throughout the week. There's a lot that goes into this. But there's a lot of hype, there's a lot of focus around the post-workout meal. And most guys listening have probably heard about the importance of what you're consuming post-workout, but how much of that is really true? Do you really have a window of gains that requires protein immediately after? Do you need to refeed your muscles with carbohydrates? And how important is all this info, really? There's a lot out there that's conflicting stuff. There's a lot out there that uh, speaks some things as absolute truth. But in reality, for most people, is all this really necessary? Failing to understand what your body needs after workout could greatly impact your results when it comes to improving strength, building muscle, and dropping fat. So listen up to today's show to get some more guidance on what you should be consuming post-workout. And like I mentioned, if you Google search around, you might find the post-workout meal to be the holy grail of all your meals. And there is some science to back this up. It is a very important meal. There is a, an opportune window after working out where functions of your body are just different and more efficient in some ways. So being able to take advantage of that can be extremely important in helping you reach your goals, but it probably won't be the one thing that increases your results exponentially. However, this is a big, big note. What I see in my experience is that it can definitely be the thing that keeps you from reaching the results you're after when it's done incorrectly. So it might not be the magic secret, to get you to the next level, but it can definitely be a big sticking point and actually uh, something that really keeps people from reaching their goals when they don't do this correctly. And I know there's a lot of confusion out there on this topic and I mean, so many others when it comes to nutrition, but it doesn't have to be complicated. I wanted to make this episode for that exact reason. I know so many people that overcomplicate this time and time again, and it can actually push them further away from what they're actually trying to achieve and learn from my experience. I've tried it all in some form of another. I've done, I've done the protein shakes and the, the shakes right after. I've done the fast-acting carbs to help with 
protein absorption and muscle glycogen. I've done big meals after workout, like more than most people eat in a day. Uh, there's my, my sophomore year of college, I was, I was playing football and from during my freshman year, I, I was already coming in as an undersized linebacker and I lost 14 pounds the first year of football, first season, 14 pounds in the three months that I was playing college football because I couldn't keep up muscle gain. I, I guess I couldn't eat enough to keep up weight gain in general. So I lost 14 pounds and it wasn't like a good 14 pounds. It was like, I, I need to put some weight back on because I'm sure there was some fat in there, but a lot of it was the hard earned muscle that I put on in the off season. So going into sophomore year off season, I was trying to bulk back up. So I was trying to get to up to where I was and then even bigger to set myself up for uh, more playing time the following year. And I was doing, oh man, I was eating so much food at that time, but I would work out in the morning and I would do this post-workout oatmeal that was just, it <laughs> makes me sick thinking about how much was, I think it came out to like at least 2000 calories in it. There was a cup, maybe more of oatmeal, a cup and a half, maybe of oatmeal, uh, probably like six scoops, like six scoops of peanut butter, which we know a scoop of peanut butter, not the actual serving scoop, but like six actual scoops I was using this mass gainer shake that had like 85 grams of protein and like 60 grams. of I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you all that was in there, but it was exhausting trying to put this food down. So not to go on too far of a tangent, but I've tried that. I've tried the the post-workout window of putting as much food in there as I can. I've tried high carb. I've tried high protein. I've tried high fat. I've tried eating nothing at all after. And this is more recently of some, which I've talked about what I think of the benefits of fasting in general, but I've tried fasting after workouts before. And you know what I found personally? Most didn't help me that much. Most didn't, I didn't notice a, you know, a major improvement from any of these one things in particular, despite all the things I've tried, despite things that have helped clients work through, rarely do we see that big of an improvement, but some of those things definitely hurt my progress, whether it was putting on excess weight, whether it was not recovering as well, whether it was not feeling as good and performing as good. It can definitely hurt your progress when you do the wrong things. So there's times if you're competing for sport, you're trying to make a certain weight, you might have to pay a little extra attention to these details. But for most people, they're really overcomplicating this meal. And for most people that are just trying to look good, feel good, don't overcomplicate it. So I want to talk about what should you be consuming post-workout? Because I think it's important to first clear up how many factors go into what your body needs. There's so many things in terms of stress, sleep, nutrition, absorption, what's going on throughout the whole day, the whole week, that what you're consuming on a daily and weekly basis will greatly affect what your body actually ends up needing post-workout. But with that being said, there's still a few general recommendations I want to touch on as well as some myths to dispel that are out there because the recommendations hold true. Um, and there are some myths though that get heavily, heavily touted, heavily focused on that may or may not be true. But a lot of times, like with anything, like you hear me preach time and time again, it comes back to consistency and it comes back to the basics. So let's talk about the first thing here. Do I need to consume protein immediately after? There's some things out there that say you should be, as soon as you finish the last rep of the last set, you should have a protein shake in hand, slugging it down. And the more common recommendation is definitely within a 30 minute window is very popular that you should be consuming a lot of protein right after. And 
for most people, this just isn't as important as we think. And there's more coming out that as long as you're getting adequate protein within a 24 hour window, then you're probably taking advantage of that enough. There's, there's not this short window of opportunity that we think, but there is, there is a window. And if we think of it closer to 24 hours, think about what you're getting throughout the day more so than what you're getting immediately after. So if you're eating balanced meals throughout the day, if you're hitting your protein intake goals over the course of 24 hours, then you probably don't need to switch around too much. You can move a little bit of more protein to after your workouts if you want. But in general, if you're hitting what you need throughout the day, that should be more than enough for most people. Now, in terms of where to start for that, I'm going to go real general with this, but one gram protein per pound of lean body mass would be a great starting point. So you need to know roughly your body fat to help figure that out. Total weight times your lean body mass have one gram per pound of lean body mass for that. Very general starting point, but that can give you guys at least a, a jumping off point to, to take and run with. Okay. Second thing I want to dispel, do I need carbs right after my workout to replenish muscle glycogen? This is another popular one. Uh, when we work out, we burn through our, our muscles energy stores called glycogen and carbs are what help to refuel that. And there's a common thing that says, well, to get us ready for our next workout, we have to replenish the carbs immediately after any of the glycogen that we burn through. And if your goal is performance, if you're a high level athlete and your workouts reflect that you're participating in high intense, sometimes multi-day workouts, then yeah, it's probably a good idea to, to do this, to get some carbs right after. If you're constantly burning through these muscle glycogen stores, then that's probably a good idea. But for most people looking to get stronger and simply just look good, it's probably not as important as you think. And this gets into the category of you might be harming yourself more than you're helping yourself by doing this. If you're following an average, even a, a moderate workout, a 45 to 60 minute workout, we're going through some weight training and you're training three to four days a week, you probably don't need to be worrying so much about topping off your muscle glycogen stores, especially if your goal is leaning up, losing fat. It's not going to be as important as you think. Now, like I said, for the athletes, yes, it's something you want to definitely consider, but this way of thinking gets a lot of people in trouble when their goal is fat loss because they eat some carbs right after. It's usually probably even more carbs than they should be consuming, which I'll get into in a later, later point here. But the, the necessary performance benefits you're going to get from that do not outweigh the, the negative effects you might get if you're uh, trying to throw a lot of carbs down, especially if depending on what else you're eating throughout the day, if you're having more carbs in general, if you don't respond as well to carbs, all those things should make you think twice about trying to do carbs right after the workout. But side note on that is that if you are going to get carbs somewhere. If you're limiting your carbs to, if you're limiting your carbs in other places during the day, the post-workout meal can be a great place to do that. So either recommend carbs around workouts for people, especially people that don't do as well with them. Try and try and keep them around your workouts. So either before or directly after. So what are some options when it comes to eating post-workout? So I want to talk some actual logistical things, some actual meal recommendations and ideas. So the first thing, common one is a protein shake or some kind of similar meal type replacement. This would be good for those that have trouble meeting their protein needs. So for myself specifically, I run into this and with other clients that do intermittent fasting, it can be sometimes tricky to get all your protein needs into a shortened window, whether that's eight hours or six hours or four hours. 
whatever the eating window is, it can be hard to meet your protein needs. So in those cases, a protein shake, using that right after can be a really good idea if you find that you're falling short of your protein goals. This can also be good if you're on the go or you want to have access to food for some time. If you know you're going to be not able to cook a solid meal for a while, a protein shake or some similar thing can get you through that time between maybe you work out in the afternoon, you're trying to bridge that gap between when you work out to dinner. So that can be a good idea as well. And this is good if you're trying to build muscle or gain weight. Again, protein shakes, not as necessary for those. If you're trying to lose weight or lose fat, protein shakes might not be as necessary unless you fall into one of those other categories that I mentioned of trouble meeting your protein needs or just on the go and not being able to get to something for a while. It's not the best thing for trying to lean up. Throwing down a lot of protein is not necessary if you're trying to lean up. So just keep that in mind if that is your goal. Uh, so second thing, if you're not doing a protein shake, or some kind of similar meal would be to just eat a solid and balanced meal. There's no magic post-workout meal. There's no magic ratios necessarily that you're going to need for most people. Again, if you're, if you're competing for something specific or you're a high level athlete, you need to get a little more dialed in with this, but I'm talking to most people out there that are just trying to look good and feel good. There's no magic post-workout meal, but like all your meals, it should have a balanced mix of high quality proteins, fats, and potentially some carbs. And that's depending on your goals and some of those other things we talked about of how you respond to those things. And also remember with this, your quantity should match your goals. It's not an excuse to pick out eating more post-workout. Like I mentioned before, it does not necessarily set you up for more success. If you're eating again, like the protein, it's your total amount of calories and expenditure throughout the day. So it's not an excuse. You don't have a magic post-workout window where calories don't affect you, like some people might think, it is not an excuse to just pick out and eat as much as you want. And you shouldn't be working out to simply eat more. That's not a good reason to work out either. And that's going to set you up for a lot of yo-yo type results and limited progress over time. So last thing I want to recommend, and this is something I've just tried more recently, is eat nothing. Eat nothing immediately after. Your body's not going to go to waste. Contrary to popular belief, your muscles are not going to waste away. And fasting after workout, it might get you shunned from most bodybuilding forums out there, but when done occasionally, it's not nearly as harmful for your performance as you would think. I've tested this out. I know other people have tested this out, and it might actually help with overall health and resiliency to some stressors. So a couple things to keep in mind. There's no magic window on this. It's not longer the better. For some people, if you're used to eating immediately after, maybe you wait. 30 minutes, maybe you wait an hour for some people. You might be able to get away with a couple hours, but some things to be aware of is make sure that your other stressors are properly managed in these cases. So fasting is a stress on the body. And if you are not managing stressors in other ways, you don't want to continue to add stressors on top of that. So make sure you're also meeting your daily calorie and your nutrient needs to match your goals. Like I talked about with calories, I talked about with protein. You have to make sure that over a 24 hour window, you are eating what you need to reach your goals. So that is likely a certain protein goal. That's likely a certain total calorie goal. Again, we talked about tracking calories and the pros and cons of that, but the calories that your body needs need to be getting met. And especially if your goal is building muscle, don't try fasting or try some extreme thing at the expense of hitting the nutrients that your body needs. So main thing with this, just listen to your body. If you're not hungry right after a workout, try waiting a little bit and see See how you respond, see how you feel, see how your energy is, see how your future workouts are. Those are the things that you want to start to track. 
So what you eat post-workout is an important decision when it comes to looking, feeling, and performing your best. And if what you're eating after a workout doesn't align with those goals or doesn't align with your lifestyle, then this can really sabotage your progress. Instead, keep working towards better choices that we're always after a little better, not perfect, and keep experimenting to find what works best for you. By getting this area of your nutrition dialed in, you can boost your performance and your results when it comes to looking and feeling your best. Appreciate you guys listening in today, guys. If you found today helpful, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email. My email is right there in the show notes or message me on Instagram at IO Strength Performance. And let me know of any topics you find helpful, past episodes you found helpful, or anything you want to see a little more of. We'll be happy to keep the conversation going, either in the message there or shoot me an email. Again, thanks for listening today, guys. Have a great rest of the day. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Men Made for More podcast. I hope you found today's show valuable and that you have some actionable strategies you can apply to your life today. If this is your first time listening, thanks for being here. The aim of this podcast is to provide a ton of the best possible content to help you grow in your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. If you enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. These subscriptions and reviews help other like-minded men discover the podcast and take the next step in strengthening their body, their mind, and their purpose. If you're a regular listener, I can't thank you enough for investing in yourself in this show. Please make sure to share this with a friend or post on social media and tag me with your favorite part from today's show. If you haven't already, make sure to join the Men Made for More Facebook group to be a part of a community of like-minded men that are elevating their game and living for more by searching Men Made for More on Facebook. Keep challenging yourself, growing, and know that it's okay to get out of your comfort zone and know that you're made for more. Thanks for listening and see you guys soon.